What's up, everybody? I'm TJ. And I'm Kelsey. And we are the, the Nashville, Nashville Wine Duo. Duo. Yes, I mean, can you really have too many adapters these days? Because you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna need something. Come on, you can never have too many adapters. We need some AirPods. All right, so we are here in Brentwood. I used your coin phrase. We are here. We are here in Brentwood, Tennessee. Right? We're in Brentwood, right? We're on yeah. remote right now. Yeah. On the other that, side of that fence is Nolensville. Right Nolensville. Yeah. So yeah, the border, the border of Brentwood and Nolensville. Just over that way is Franklin. Yeah. So we're like in the the trifecta of where a lot of cows hang out, Tennessee. And we are here with Grant and Judy, and they are the owners of Andaval Wine. Wines. And uh, we are so excited to be here, record yes. this podcast with you guys. Huge fans of their wine. Huge fans. And um, so, yeah, it's an you honor to be here. You now because you've already had a couple glasses of our no. wine. Uh, <laughs> no. you pants a bit before. Well, nope. we were because you actually, so back when TJ and I um, were at Wines in the Fork, TJ right. was managing the We refer to it as room. the tasting room. The we tasting don't room. actually call it a Oh, name. sorry. Yeah, the tasting room. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we don't give it any kind of credibility. The tasting room. The tasting room. <laughs> In Leaper's Fork. Yes, yes, we were there, and then y'all came in with this wine. And well, we had been communicating, communicating on Instagram, yeah. and mm-hmm. that was the time that we sat as for them to come do. in the tasting room. That's as we people were do. On Instagram, and we discovered you. Yeah. <laughs> and and thought, wow, we gotta meet these people. They're, and who they're knew that these two beautiful souls in Brentwood, Tennessee, were behind these uh, Argentinian oh, we, wines? But we'd only tried one to start with. Yep. Right, but who knew, yeah. who knew that yes. in Brentwood, Tennessee, were the masterminds of End of All Wines? Very true. Yeah, so... Had no idea. <laughs> yes, but y'all came in with this wine for us to taste it, and um, I remember it was like, you'd poured the glasses, you guys were just so friendly and sweet, like just meeting you in real life, like I was like, oh man, they're wine people, but they're like really nice, and they were like just so excited about to share... This wine because I felt the passion behind it. Like I felt like this, we're so excited about this wine. We just want everyone to taste it and try it. And that was that day. And we tried um, your white, and you describe it as a Chardonnay blend. Like a Chardonnay has a bunch of different fun grapes in it. We're gonna talk about. Um, so it's like people that maybe like that Chardonnay but don't necessarily want the oak oaky buttery thing going on which is becoming more popular with unoaked shards right so that's like a trend right now with Chardonnay that people are really gravitating towards is like unoaked um more minerality like you know more zesty those kinds of things and we had tried this wine and I was really and I'm not I'm really not just saying this I was really blown away by it I was like this wine is really really good and yeah I remember my first initial yeah. response being like wow first of all I've never tried anything like, like what it. I'm currently tasting yeah, nothing like it but it was just so interesting but also refreshing unique yes yeah I mean I just yeah I walked away from now every time we saw it for the past year I was like I've tried it. I know. I, I know, know the people that do that wine. Yeah. Well, and I feel like white wine, 
I think there is more to be, so much more to be explored in this space. Like people think here, they go to the store, okay, there's a Char, there's a Pinot Grigio, there's a Sauvignon Blanc, but whites are, there's a big spectrum of white wines and this is like so cool. This is just so fun and I love it. And so yeah, I want you guys to kind of um, talk about the story behind how you all got invested in Annabelle and making this wine and all about it. Just dive into it. Yeah, tell us who you dive are and it. how you got to this point where we're well, drinking so, your wine. So there's your Nashville Wine Duo podcast yeah. for today. <laughs> we can't add anything to I that, know. so it's thank you all for listening. <laughs> I don't know. How did we get into this? It's like, I don't know if it's a comedy, a tragedy, a romance. What would you say? Maybe it's all of them. Crazy story. Yes. We never really intended to, Stranger Things. To, to do it. We, <laughs> we have been looking for a business to get into for a long time together because mm. we want to work together. Yeah. And, um, at this point in our lives, we're ready to kind of do something together. And, and, fun. Um, and never really thought about wine. We've always loved wines, we've always loved food. I love cooking. And, um, and we got invited down to Argentina. From a friend of ours. Who Wait, so we have to reenact this. Okay. okay. You be David, my friend who has a winery in Argentina at a 1,500-acre co-op there. Wow. And I'll be me. Okay. okay? So, so, Grant, you want you, you and Judy want to come down to Argentina for our wine blend this year? Let me think about it. Um, yes. <laughs> Great. And we went. That's exactly that's what how, happened. That's how it started. Yeah. Yeah, wow, we got yeah. invited. So, we, I have this... Uh, I have a friend who um, who I've worked with in the past, and um, he was in early on this co-op in the Los Chicayas, uh, they call it an IG, an Indicación Geográfica. Uh, Let me the, pause you for a minute, sorry. Can you explain what a co-op would be in terms of like a wine or like a vineyard? Can you explain what that is? Yes, so a co-op is, um, it's a large, winemaking uh, entity, vineyard. This one's 1,500 acres, but it has central, it has central winemaking facilities. So there's one set of winemaking equipment, there is uh, centralized winemaking expertise, there's bottling, there's cellaring, there's all of those sorts of things, and then they sell off parcels inside of it. Okay. So if you want to get five acres or 10 acres or one acre or whatever it is you want, you can buy uh, a vineyard in this co-op in this coolest part. Well, I shouldn't say that because they're all cool, but we love our little cool we part. We think it's the coolest. Yeah, of <laughs> uh, Mendoza, which is like smashed way up against the uh, foothills of the Andes Mountains at 3,700 feet. Wow. So yeah, it's like all these different people that can kind of like have a little piece of the pie, but it's like so your own. Right. And is everybody doing different varietals and different things everybody, with the yes. grapes that are everybody growing on that co-op? So nobody's making a blend like you guys per se. Whatever blends they want. They yeah. Can, the, the beauty of a co-op is that there's um, a wine pool as well. So some people sell their grapes into the wine hmm. pool. So if you want to make something that you're not growing on, on your land, you can, you can trade or you can buy into, uh, you can buy some of the other wine, uh, grapes to make a wine that oh, you cool. wouldn't normally so make. So you have access to other stuff yeah. that it's might like not be in your acres. It's like the game of Monopoly, except really, a vineyard. Yeah. 
how is that like Monopoly? <laughs> I don't know. Just like, hey, I want to buy Barclays. I want to buy Barclays. I want to put a house on. I don't That's know. Right. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. We should come up with a wine game. That'd be yes. Fun. Yes, wine co-op. <laughs> That's the name of the game. That's what we'll do. So, yeah, so pick up from there. So you got this co-op. You guys are, you know. Yeah, and, and yeah. To, to Judy's point, um, one of the beautiful things, so we grow the grapes that are in our white blend. It's uh, Chardonnay, Marsan, Roussan, and Sauvignon mm -hmm. Blanc. But if we woke up tomorrow and said we wanted to do a Tempranillo or a Pinot Noir or um, a Torrantes, which is an amazing Argentinian wine that yeah. no one knows about, I have but you it. should try it. Um, you've tried it? I've heard of it. I haven't tried it, but oh. I've heard of it. We've got some downstairs. You oh. okay. <laughs> yeah, it's move in for a while. <laughs> but uh, so you can do all of those things and they're all standardized quality. Mm -hmm. So we've got descriptions that we know if we buy an ultra super premium from that co-op that we know exactly how that was farmed and exactly what the yield is off of it. Um, and then we can make our wine. If we have excess grapes, if I decide I don't want to make my wine this year, I can sell my grapes into the co-op and give them to somebody else. Wow. Yeah. So it's an ideal, um, it's an ideal setup. And we went down there, uh, with, to see our friends and to help them blend their red wines that were making them. They, they have a beautiful resort down there too, right on the property. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah spectacular. It's, it's like one of the top 10 mm -hmm. in South America. Um, and we went down there and became so interested in the creativity of the area. Like you guys know, if you're in France and you're in a particular region, they'll say you can only have this one grape, mm -hmm. right? If you're, if you're in Chenin Blanc and you have white wine, you can't experiment with... Uh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So in Argentina, um, anything goes and some of the best winemakers uh, in the world Santiago Acheval from Acheval Ferrer, uh, Francois Lerton from uh, uh, Bodega Piedras Negras um, they're all there in this area sort of pushing the limits of what wine can do in this dry high altitude mountain region with this gravelly soil that's just perfect for for growing wine and so it's just we got excited about sort of the fun lab that it is for wine and right. before we knew it we had bought into <laughs> it <laughs> but how cool is that to buy into oh yeah well you then know? it just kind of happened like you know we were kind of talking about i feel like we were saying something about this earlier but just how yeah like if things are meant to happen like they just they happen, just, and just, they really do. do. You it. fall in, you fall into it, and yeah. it sounds like you guys were just there at that right time, at that right moment. Like, think about it. If you'd been there at a different time in your life, maybe you might have felt different about it. You might not have right. gone through with it, but it was like this time in your life or stage you're in, being there in that moment was like, we need, we want to do this. And yeah, you said need, and then you corrected yourself. Need, want, want. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, kind of both. I need, yeah, and I want Nina this. And I want, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I but love that. But we had that. no idea how, how much fun it would be. I mean, yeah. we got into it not really knowing what to expect. And then when we realized that we had a thousand bottles of wine <laughs> headed up here, we thought, 
we better figure out how to sell this wine. <laughs> so did it all just get sent to your house? No, no. We you you have to go through a distributor, a distributor in yeah, Tennessee. That's what yeah, I would think. Right. Um, right. So we yeah. gotta you gotta back that well, story that was, up. That was a big project. Like, that yeah. is yeah. like a trail of tears too. Yeah. Um, when we first got involved in this, they said, "Okay, wonderful romantic thing. You're gonna make this wine, and you'll get it." And we're like, "Okay." And then what do we do with it? Share it with your friends. Enjoy it. And there are a few people who are commercializing. I was like, okay, that, I wanna do that. Hmm. And as we started to talk to people, um, everybody discouraged us. They were like, it is too hard. They showed you not to do it. Wine is the most difficult and bureaucratized um, business you could possibly wanna get into. There are 50 states, there are 53 controlling authorities over wine. You could, you could sell marijuana much easier than you can sell wine wow. in America. Isn't that um, crazy? It, it is, crazy. it's completely crazy. Yeah. And everybody just said, don't even try, just relax and enjoy your wine. But we were determined. So um, we just kept talking to people and a year later we got our federal uh, importer license, our federal wholesaler license, our Tennessee state reseller license. We got a distribution agreement, which is super hard to do when you're a small producer. Mm -hmm. um, and now we've got wines. Uh, uh, we're selling online uh, at andofallwine.com. And then we also are all over Nashville at the mm -hmm. Bottle Shop at McEwen, at Brinkman's, St. Goose, Wine Chaps. Yeah, and then we're in restaurants, at yeah, Etch and, and the Rutledge, the Rutledge, mm -hmm. which is, I don't know if you guys know, Rutledge is in Franklin, but mm -hmm. they're, yeah, they're, they're opening, opening a new restaurant downtown at the Four, the Seasons, Four Seasons that they're just, oh, yeah, wow, it's all yeah, it's cool. going to be open in June. June. Yeah. Wow. So we all need to go to the Rutledge when they open downtown and yeah. do some content oh, for yeah. end of all. Oh my gosh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Date. Uh, Come on. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's a really cool story. And tell, how'd you come up with the name again? Talk about the name. So, and spell the name. Yeah, so it's A-N-D-E-V-A-L. And like my whole background in life is publishing and marketing and branding and all this sort of stuff. So who came up with the name for the wine? I did. <laughs> that would have been my guess. Well, we had a lot, of, we had a long list. Yeah. It's not easy. No. You know, our our daughter yes. came up with the the national wine duo. Yep. Yeah, we had sure. tons of names, name, and then right? she was like, "You what just need to be called other names." That yeah. like, what did you want? Probably something horrible something that we really were like, "Well, that's a cool no, name." You know, like, DJ, you know, <laughs> I honestly don't remember. I don't. We had the I just know they were horrible. Well, it was something like we wanted it to be something with Nashville. <laughs> it was Nashville, okay. Nashville and wine, but we can't. Yeah, but we couldn't. Um, they were probably right. very horrible but ideas. But what's funny is a lot of people call us wine duo. Yeah, they call us the wine duo. They just refer That's to it. us as wine they duo. They just leave out Nashville. Well, because you're wide now. Well, yeah, we're, we're going international. But like so. people like told us, like someone told us the other day about like the staff from Restoration Hardware like watches our videos or something like that. And she was nice. like, she said it's, it, they call you the wine duo. And she right. was like, that's why I didn't know if they were talking about you. And then I kept asking them questions like, do they work? Do they have turjos? And they're like, yeah. And like, oh, that's the Nashville. <laughs> So, wine duo. Well, they're yeah. just familiar with you now. Has that they been taken? They know you. Wine duo? Yeah, is anybody else the well, one? Well, probably is now that we're now talking about it. Some, I mean, some, like, you need to be reserving some, that name. 
Some computer geeks already reserved it now. Yeah, somebody in Chechnya. Oh, we already had someone steal our old, our old website. Oh, really? Someone bought it. How did yeah, it? Haters. Happened? There's people, you know, as you, yeah. when you start getting some attention, right. people... There's people that don't like it. They don't like yeah. other people getting attention, so they come in and try and or disrupt it. Or they want a profit. Or they want a profit. Yeah. Or they want to stop the, yeah, the, the yeah. progression. Yeah. So, we cut off know? the what we were talking about, though. Yeah, the name. That's the beauty of yeah. interviews and wine and so, hanging out. I know. Okay, so, so we yes, had, we we had a hundred names, all of which I thought were brilliant. But <laughs> and some of them were. Okay, so no, we, no, tell, us, tell us a few of the names because I want to hear them. I, I want to know. I want to tell you if they're if bad. If you don't remember your Nashville wine duo names, I don't. No, you do. Say it. Tell us at least one that you guys thought of for the name. What was the second to the runner-up? So I've got four that I actually had registered in Argentina. One was um, because we don't just do Malbecs, we're trying to do interesting, inventive, yeah. alternative wines. We uh, we have the name Al Contrario reserved. Okay. That's cool. Like on the other hand. At right? first I thought you were gonna say it was, the name was because we just don't do Malbecs, but then it, <laughs> <laughs> it came into more. That would look great on a bottle. <laughs> Except Melbach. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I like that name. We had that. We we also had one that um, we had uh, uh, Castillo de Cielo. That's cool. Which is like Castle in the Sky. Because okay. we were thinking that like you know people just have these sky high dreams that are irrational and all of that. But it just you talk to people and so many of these names. They just like somebody. You can tell. You tell it to somebody, and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's, right. that's nice. That's that's good." Okay. And it just wasn't hitting. And then I actually heard. So I'm going to take credit anyway because. Of course. Because <laughs> I primed you. I okay. primed you. I was I was listening to something about that, like the super famous. Um, uh, the tastings in in Paris mm -hmm. in 1973 yeah. with the California wines, yeah. right? And um, the winner of that was uh, Chateau Montalena. Yep, that's right? the movie that mm -hmm. we've all seen. And um, the super famous Chateau Montalena 1973 Chardonnay. And I was reading about it, and the guy who started that winery, his son, made up the name. They used the word Chateau because they wanted to sound fancy. And Montalena is like the mountain in St. Helena. And they just sort of smooshed it together. So they made up the name. I never knew that. Yeah. Well, didn't you say, say that in the movie? I don't know. What movie? Maybe. There's a movie made off of it. Sideways. Side, no. Or, uh, Bottle Shop. Bottle Shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. No, we didn't see I don't that know if I remember them saying that. I would think that, they'd though. say that in Bottle Shop, but I don't know. Maybe. Anyway, continue. Anyway, <laughs> so we started thinking, well, maybe, a little more. maybe we could just make up a name. So he teed me right up to it. <laughs> wow! And so, so then you made it up. Yeah, it's the Valley of the yeah. Andes. Valley of the Andes. Oh, well, when you okay. when you say Andavala, it makes you think of the Andes, right? Mountains, and then you right. guys kind of have like the mountains like on the right. bottles, like on the labels, right? Yeah. Which right. I like, and you have like kind of the starry night above it, so it's got yeah. this like. No, it's. I like the label a lot. I like the label and a lot even, too, and the font and how like the A looks like a mountain. And that's that was the brand. whole idea. He's so the A is supposed to be like that. a mountain, and the little crossbar on the on the A has the little valley in it. Yeah. Because that's what it is. I mean, it's like, 
if you could see a picture of it, there is nothing in the U.S. that looks like the Andes. Oh, totally. I mean, like, you can go to the Rockies, you can go, I feel like you can, you can go Rocky Mountain climbing, you can go skydiving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they should write a country song about yeah. that. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you can go to the Wasatch Mountains, and they're very dramatic because they're vertical, but the first time you see the Andes, I mean, they're like 20,000 plus feet. Wow. And they're just like right there in your face. And um, so you're there at 4,000 feet above sea level, and then you see these huge mountains right. behind you. And this is like the highest valley on the little alluvial gravel fans that come out from the mountains, which is what makes it's such a magical area for, um, for winemaking. And so we wanted to honor that because for us, the wine is all about the place and the time that it comes from. And so let's, mm -hmm. in the name itself, have people help to understand that this is not just a wine that is coming from Modesto. Totally, mm -hmm. right? yeah. I mean, no offense to our good friends in Modesto. Mm -hmm the gallows that make fine wines. Yeah. They've done quite well there's, for themselves. There's good wines coming out of Modesto. Yeah. But this is its own special, yeah. individual, unique thing. I love that. Well, and you guys have talked about how you have like a, um, a passion for like hiking and the outdoors mm -hmm. and um, travel. Mm -hmm. So I think that this kind of also oh. ties like mm -hmm. into that of like your passion of like the wilderness and travel and obviously this is a place where you travel to and like you totally fall in love with it. And so it's just, it's coming out into a big passion of we, we loved wine, but now it's like, well, our travels and the outdoors is kind of coming out in this wine as well. So I think that's really cool. And you haven't hiked until you've hiked in the Andes. Oh, uh, I believe that. Very difficult hiking. Oh, I bet. Unless yeah. you're TJ and you climb 77 flights of stairs <laughs> at the wine bar. <laughs> That's good training for you. Yeah, training. I'm, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in spring training to get to uh, Argentina. To... Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so, so the white has been out since last year. About a year. Yeah. May of 2020, yeah. we got our right. first vintage, and we just got our second year, um, uh, just this week. Two days ago. Actually, mm -hmm. two days ago. Right. And what's really cool about, it, I mean, we were talking um, earlier, Kelsey, about how wine changes from year mm -hmm. to year. Yeah. And um, even though it's the same vineyard, it's in the same place, um, you taste the 2020, and then we just opened our first bottle of 2021. And you can tell, like, if you have kids, you can tell that they're related and they overlap, yeah. you know, and they come from the same family, but they have each their own individuality. So this one, the 2020 that we're drinking today, is more like tree fruit, peaches, pears, um, uh, apples, all of that sort of stuff. In the 2021, which was sort of a cooler, rainier year, you get the same grapes, but they come out more citrus, like lemon mm. and lime and, uh, and all of that stuff. And once you start drinking wine and like really thinking about it, mm -hmm. like, that's so super cool. It mm -hmm. is. That yeah. Right. You can actually taste the difference between one year and another and like sort of think about like what must it like have been to be in this region at this time. Right. And it's not just drinking 
sort of the Miller Lite of wines, you're drinking something that's a handcrafted product from a specific amazing place at a specific time. Right. So cool. And then you guys are releasing this rosé, right? Yep. The rosé is not in the stores yet, but it will be within the next week or so. Brand new. And then right off the truck. You had Malbec mentioned, rose. yeah, it's a Malbec rosé. Yes. So you guys talk about that for a second because you yeah, taste you it, just and it's it. like, yeah. not, this is not your. It's not. This is not your. You're, your, you're the experts. This is not your so French rosé. Not expert. <laughs> 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 no. Um, Oh, I really loved it. It was a very, it, I, I don't know, it's almost like, I hear people say this with certain wines, like especially with whites, they'll be like, okay, this is like a cab version of that. This is like a cab version of a rosé. It's like very bold and big and like strong and like, you know, you guys had mentioned that the wines coming out of this region uh, tend to be, the alcohol content is a little bit higher. Um, and I just get a really full big mouthful and it's very mm -hmm. dry and grapefruit and yeah the cherry definitely get that um but it's so different from like a rosé from france which is where i think probably most popular rosés are coming out of france or california but this is cool because you're just going to get this rosé and it's going to be totally different like yeah the malbec element to this wine is very very interesting and adds a cool element to this yeah. rosé that you mm -hmm. don't normally get in your traditional rosés right um mm -hmm. so for me this gave a the malbec gave a little more depth I to the rosé yeah. where um and the alcohol content too but i mean it's still crisp and dry like i was telling you earlier but that but it's just got this like hardiness to it that yeah. I really enjoy. And also the cool thing too is it's not acidic. No. Um, mm -mm. You know, so I love this rosé. It's it's great. And when this thing is in the stores, you need to go and snag a few bottles. Yeah, because we're definitely gonna be talking about this one. Yes. It's really good. And you guys have a um, QR code on the back too. I just noticed that. Yes. Yep. So does that take people straight to your website yep. when they scan that? Oh, that's yeah. cool. I love. So it's to take you right to the website and they can buy it. Well, I wish more. No, no, yeah. it's, it's, this is not a sales thing. This is like so. This is how you the information. Yeah, because so it's this like is the sheet that you, you can have put here. like two words on a wine label that say what it tastes like. Yeah. But if you really want to know what can you do with this wine, what's it good for, and you want to learn about the flavors and the aroma and what was special about this year. You click on that that QR code, and now we've got unlimited space yeah. to really tell people. Well, we've seen about that on that a few, mm -hmm. um, like we've been to a few wineries that say it's all a state, and they have the yep. QR codes, but not enough of them oh. do that. So and I think scan that's for really... complete pairing and toast uh, tasting notes. That's super cool. So that's very I love cool. That. And so, toasting yeah. notes too. And toasting <laughs> notes. If you want to toast your wine, you want to toast wine, you can, can do be that good. too. Yeah. So this yeah. is going to hit stores in the next Probably week or two, week. and in yeah. fact, in uh, I think it's. Uh, the 7th of June. It's the Friday, right? Yeah. Except the 7th. Whatever the, I think the Friday is the 10th. Anyway. 10th, no, yes. Look on, Sunday look online. Sunday is the 5th, yeah. And um, on a Friday in June, very soon Two from weeks now. from last Friday. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the 10th. We, we will we'll be doing a tasting of both of our wines at, at, uh, at the bottle shop yes. at okay. McEwen, it, which is in that, uh, uh, the McEwen South Yeah, it's right by where TJ works. Right by Whole Foods. It is the 10th. Right by Whole Foods. It's the 10th. Yes. Right. So yeah. you can come taste it then, yep. um, we'll, and we'll it'll be there after that. Soon after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, you guys maybe maybe inside or outside? Inside. We'll be inside. Well, maybe we'll, we'll be there too. We'll be there promoting. 
Yeah. Giving y'all a shout out. When you will. There what you day go. is it going to be on? Friday the 10th. June 10th. Are y'all going to be there like all day? Where will you be? Like four to With seven. With you. Inside the... No, we're going to come out and, and oh. promote y'all. <laughs> Well, we'll promote you, too. Well, we'll promote you more. No, we're going to do you. I promote you first. <laughs> well, we'll be there from four to seven. Four, four to seven. seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Four to seven. Yeah. Well, we can Great. totally make That'll it. That'll be fun. Yeah. Happy hour time. We'll be there. Yeah. Yes. So, so you guys were talking about this rosé, and I think you guys, you did a great job describing uh -huh. it. And I think what it's all leading to is... I think about rosés, and I think about like a really delicate uh, wine yeah, yeah. that you're sitting yep. you know, at the beach or at the pool or whatever, sipping, and you're like, I don't know, you're one of the one of the housewives of rosé all day. What yeah, rosé all day? <laughs> yeah. And this wine, I feel like you can actually pair it with food. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you could. This is a with the Malbec. You can pair this with a salad. You could pair it with a shrimp dish. Yeah. You could pair it with oysters. Oh my goodness, that would be delicious. Um, oh, we love oysters. oysters. Fresh greens, all of that stuff. Okay, so we're going to what part of Florida? We're on, we're going to 30A. You guys know about 30A? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're going to right outside with Santa Rosa. Yeah. Santa Rosa. Oh, yeah. Nice. But so, Kelsey loves seafood. I'm obsessed so with she's seafood. So I'm like going to think I'm going to need to like take this bottle with me on this trip. Of course. And then I'm going to like do a pairing on my trip. Have you guys awesome. had have you guys had the oysters on the happy hour special at Marsh House? No. You need to. Well, TJ so, doesn't eat any of that. Any of but that. you do? Somebody's okay, really so you'll come with us. It's TJ's got to work. This is actually kind of like been a difficult, this, yeah. is, this has been the hard part. Oh, this is a game changer for us. This is, a, this no. is costing us our marriage. Our marriage has issues. This is yeah. it. Okay, I grew up loving okay. seafood. Okay, hold that, hold that thought right there. Totally. Well, so, it's well, that also was different. my idea, actually. Oh, are we talking about our cellar and drink Well, you know, we can. That's a great idea. That's That would be my idea. It's always different though, if, because you're in a duo, like mm -hmm. yourselves are a duo, mm -hmm. it's different than being an individual. It's like, okay, I can do this, yeah. post this, say this. Right. Oh my gosh, if I let that I've happen, got another, I've got, together. yes, I've got another person with input right. yeah. or say, right. and a lot of times she shoots me down. Yeah. And, he uh, crazy stuff. and, uh, yeah. you know, don't want to say she's controlling, but she is. definitely like censors right. me. So I'm I'm a creative kind of guy. So I just want to yeah. let my creativity flow. Yeah. And so I'll wake up in the morning and I'll be like, "Hey, I just had this idea. Maybe we could find a way that we could just like put a tent up on Franklin Road and sell our wine that way." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. And then that's a discussion no. that we have. Oh man. Anyway, so let's go back to your oyster, okay. your oyster talk. Okay. So I have to tell you. Okay, yeah. Do you like oysters? Yeah, I love, I love, okay, I'm out of the equation. I'm working. Yeah. I'm not there. No, it's because I think a lot of it is that he grew up in Chicago and he had horrible a, seafood because there's no good seafood it's in Chicago. It's a texture thing. I, get just, I look at it, it's not like appetizing. He didn't grow up eating so, yeah, so you have to try them. I, th I would throw up. Literally, guys, I would. Have you ever tried one? No, but so I don't think it's all mental for that's me. So mentally, I, like I would not be able to survive on Survivor because I could not eat. I would throw up. And then your it your experience would be ruined listen because of to me. me. It doesn't taste bad. But so I'm talking. It, it's all mental for what me. What do you think it is? Do you think it's like <laughs> it's like a big, I don't even know, like a big snot ball or something? Like then then I'm thinking that, and the next thing I know, I vomited all on your food, and you're not drinking so wait, wine because I threw up on everything. You wouldn't eat it for a million dollars. 
I don't know if I million could, dollars. I, I could eat it. I don't know if I could keep it down because I'm, I'm so psyched out in my dollars, head. You don't think you could keep it down? I don't. So let's change the know. game here, TJ. You're going to offer I'll me a million dollars? No, I'll give you a delicious <laughs> glass of Albarino. <laughs> oh, I love Albarino. Right? And you take a you take a wonderful sip of this cold, refreshing, mm. acidic, saline yes. Albarino. Best story. And then you just wash it down with a oyster on the half shell. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So you take the shell and you just, I, boom. I you don't even have to Boom. Use and then you do the Albarino? You don't know it's coming. Have different foods out. <laughs> yeah. And try different things. I, I honestly. And then put the I have to have the oyster with, with the cracker and the whole thing. So you're trying to have sauce yeah. and some, some lemon. I don't like just shooting them straight. Delicious. Yeah. See, I guess I just don't have any kind of point of reference because I didn't grow up with that kind of So would you ever food? be willing to try? I'm telling you. Me, my heart, yes. My mind, no. So TJ, you just have to go 3.7 seconds on a bull named Fu Manchu. <laughs> <laughs> So the other thing we're going to talk about, because we talked a lot about wine, we were going to talk about like discussions of Top Gun and Stranger Things. Well, (laughs) before we get to that, I just have to tell you, if you haven't been to Marsh House, oh yeah, you were talking, yes, 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 yes. oysters. It's always going to come back to oysters. Yeah. So they have a they have a happy hour deal. Is it just on Fridays or is it every week? Wait, where is this? So where's this? Where where is this at? at? It's um, in the Gulch. Oh, it's in the Gulch. Yeah, it's right across from um, Sunda. Yeah, uh, you know what you're talking about? Yeah. New Asian? Uh, yeah, so right across there. Wednesdays, I think, until either Friday or Saturday. I don't remember. Man, you guys are like yeah. getting out like all the time. We try. We try, yeah. That's so they have, all. <laughs> wow. They have, they have $1 oysters, yeah. which like... $1? $1. $1. Wait, okay, oysters. so wait, hold on. Yeah. You said $1 oysters. Say the yeah. name of this place again. <laughs> Marsh House. Marsh House. We have to go there. And Marsh House has $1 oysters. <laughs> I, that's yeah. what I hear. So is there like a line out the door? You you do there, have to get there, there was, and like they open up, have position open, on a table. Yeah. yeah Are you kidding me? Yeah. There was, there was a bit of a line. But it's but. it's the restaurant group that's behind L.A. Jackson. Yeah. And then there's a coffee place. I can't remember what it is. Right right next door down the street from uh, where Marsh House is. But they're delicious oysters, and then they've got some really cool wines. Um, not ours, do they carry into them? Not yet. Okay, we've talked to them. All right. If you're listening right now, <laughs> that'd be and, sweet um, too. And then you could just be like, you can, you like, there's a line. You just like pop your bottle, and they're like, yeah. If I ate oysters, this wine would, I think, would. You don't even yes. know what oysters taste like. Because would this be but good? You're right. Oh, it'd be I, I would think. Absolutely. That's what I would think. In my head, I envision end of all white. Both of them would. White field be perfect with oysters. Yes. That's why I'm like, this is going to be our Florida post. Yeah. When we go down yes. there. I'm taking these wines and I'm getting oysters like every day. Yeah, <laughs> and we're taking we're taking you to Marsh House. Yes, and we'll just strap TJ down. And- yes, I would love that. Seriously, yeah. Mark- yeah. wouldn't it be funny if like we'll have, put a couple that became your favorite thing? And right, we were just yeah. obsessed with oysters uh, morning, noon, and night. Might- I got him, I got him to eat crab. You might create a monster. Look out! Be careful, guys. You yeah. don't wanna. You don't wanna. Did you like crab? I did. Yeah. Let's see. He but couldn't, he but couldn't again, I didn't know what I was know. doing. Well, like well, I was like, he couldn't be the one to break it down. I had to. I didn't want to. I, yeah, I don't want to do anything. He that. couldn't touch the claws, <laughs> so I had to do it for him and put it on his plate. So it was kind that of was like so nice I of feel you. like I'm being judged here. Well, I, in this situation, Listen, a little bit. Too. I'm just, you know, I just but he don't. Tried it. I don't want he tried to. It. Uh, he didn't want to see the claw. I don't like. Yeah. 
Something about carcasses. I think that's what it is. I wanted you to feed me it too, but you didn't do that. <laughs> so you really let me down in that. In that. Uh... Okay. <laughs> so tell us about Stranger Things, Kelsey. Yes. He's like, I'm ready. It's He's like, over it. Now back to oysters. Oh, I could go on. I could go on about crabs and, and lobster for a while. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Yeah. So we were talking before we got on the podcast about just like stuff we've been watching because you know we're in this day and age where we all watch things and there are some good things to watch. You Some. guys had watched Top Gun. Well, they, they probably went to the movies. Wait, to see yeah, Top Gun. So we actually yeah. went to a movie How was theater. that? Had, How was that experience? Yeah, that Crazy. Number one. When the last time we went to a movie was. When was it? It was um, in right before COVID. November of 2019? Yep. And it was, was it 1917 or Midway? One of those. It was one of those. Yeah. Not, not the year. It was yeah, the no, movie. No. <laughs> okay, I was like, whoa. They had, they had movie theaters back then? Oh, my God. Yeah. They weren't alive. Yeah, remember that movie? It was like the World War One movie that was all one continuous shot with the two movie? guys? We did see that. Yeah, yeah it was good. good. Yeah. That was really yeah. good. So, yeah, it's been so a we long saw that time. at the that Green actually, Hills Mall. Yeah, we, yeah. Saw long, we saw that too. We saw that in the theater, yeah. Anyway, yeah. You guys saw this in the theater. So what made... Okay, I'm going to go deep. But yeah. what made Top Gun be the movie to reunite you to the, movie, to the movie theater yeah. experience? Because it wasn't the Avengers. <laughs> really? Well, it was not part of a comics extended universe. You know, the action and the. the you know, the, so have you been looking thing. forward to the movie coming out no. and being released? Not really. Not really. I mean. But it drove you. It but drove you to the movie theater. It's one of those movies. It drove me. You're, it it drove, drove her, but it yeah. drove me. He's uh, pointing like, out all my like, my flaws. It's like the James. I'm not Bond perfect, movies. y'all. You need to see those on a big screen. I agree. I, think, I agree. Like really an Avengers movie. Like an Avengers movie. If you you got to see it on the big yes. screen. Well, and this is so we didn't go to, to like the most premium experience, but they have one now called 4DX. I think. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. And. You get okay. the you get yeah. the motion seat, you get I wind, think. you get sense. What? So no, I this is like Disney is, World on crack. Like this is like I'm at Disney yeah. World. We, no, we didn't go to that one. Oh, this is like yeah, soaring at Epcot one. Center. How do you get sense? Yeah, because we didn't want. And where have you been to the movies that you've done this? I did. I don't think they had the sense. Uh, well, well, this one I'm watching you. We're going to talk about this after we're off the air. So that was an option, but it was like I don't want to smell Tom Cruise. Well, but did you? Is he nice. is he what he what you thought he would smell like? Oh <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> no, oh, you didn't do no, the point. Do oh well, that's a huge yeah. letdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know what Tom Cruise smells like. Was it actually good? Like, did you like the movie? The action was great. That was fun. Yeah. Storyline, so, though. I remember story really, you said something about Judy, like a, Judy yeah. gave it thumbs up. Right? You said yeah. overall it was a good movie. I said the action was great, and it was great to see it in a theater. It was a movie worth seeing in a theater. The plot was as wooden and clunky as the original one. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. But that's kind of what you expect. So. Yeah. It's like it's like yeah. its own genre, right? Yeah, so you right. go in expecting that. Side thing, okay. though, on this that I've seen a lot in the media is that they're saying that there was some forms of ageism in this movie where they brought a lot of the male characters back as older men, mm. yeah. but the older females they did not bring back. Not right? Is that true? Us. Meg Ryan wasn't there. Yeah. And, um, Kelly McGillis. So, yeah. and they were replaced by... Jennifer Connelly. Younger actresses? Well, she's... Wait, she's 50. She's not younger. She's just yeah. like, yeah. you know, she's yeah. she's older in a more attractive way. I, I saw Kelly McGillis interviewed, 
and she was like, do you want to know why I wasn't invited to be part of the sequel? It's because I look age appropriate. Well, this is what I heard. So I was yeah. kind of like, oh man, like I read that and I didn't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'd be interested to see if my grand had anything to say about it either. I don't know. But yeah, I think that there, I mean, I do kind of think that. Why can't we have the older women come back in the I movie? Yeah. You I know, agree. and you have just... the old dudes. Why can't you have the old women? Yeah, and yeah. I. <laughs> What'd you give me that look for? I don't know. It's <laughs> true. I don't know. Val no. Kilmer, come on. Oh yeah. well. I mean. Yeah. Let's be honest. I don't know. He's, he's... What? So tell us about Stranger Things. Oh yeah, we're talking about Stranger Things. I'm so we curious we about that. Started that one yet. Yeah. They said it's like way more. It's 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 a lot more horror. That's what I was trying to horror, look for. Horror, yeah. um, I would say for sure. It's definitely more in the horror genre. Um, and I don't think you really start to think it's actually good until about episode four. Wow. Wait, there's four episodes out of the No, there's season? seven. So they released the whole thing. Yeah, they released the whole thing. And then oh. the other part's going to come out in July. Right. At first I thought it was going to be the first season split up in two parts. But it's they're like the whole first... Like seven episodes, and yeah. then we made another seven episodes. Okay. So, um, and I watched the other. I want to watch the rest of it with you tonight because we both fell asleep the other night. We watched. We had a whole marathon with the kids because they've watched the entire yeah. thing. We both fell asleep like halfway through. We sound like old people. <laughs> yeah, we fell asleep during a movie. Yeah, we fell asleep, we you fell didn't fell asleep. fall asleep during Top Gun, though, did you? Yeah, we did. No. We almost. We fell. We fell asleep. <laughs> no. We fell asleep halfway through the the fourth, the fourth one. Yeah, it was late. And um. And then I re when you were at work last night, I rewatched the end of it, which I want to rewatch again with you tonight. Because mm. I was like, it's it was so good. I was like, okay, wow. this show is now getting officially mm. really, 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 really good. At first, I was worried this was gonna be a total flop, not very good. Mm. But now they're tying it into the whole rest of everything, and I was like worrying that they weren't gonna do that. But um, too bad it took four episodes. Huh? You know what though? I think that. There's something interesting about it. Like, I can tell that they're, like, it's almost like then you're, like, whoa. Like, they're connecting things in your brain that you're, like, you're watching it. And then you're, like, okay. They were actually really thinking through what they were doing. Hmm. And they've done this with this show over and over again. We were talking about how even the first season, we didn't like the first we didn't, couple episodes. Yeah, the first few episodes, it took me a while to get into Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. Like, the first two mm -hmm. or three, I think, I was, like, what is this? Like, like this is not a, making yeah. sense. Was it, like, was it's it took... difficult seeing, the, like, the young kids on the show as parents? What do you mean? Because they're like 30 years older now. Are they? And they wore the last... <laughs> last yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's, it's, it has been too long. It has been longer. Well, because they COVID and all of that. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. We saw a picture of um, Millie Bobby Brown. And, oh, my gosh. I couldn't even recognize her. She's so different really? now. Yeah. I mean, not on the show, but yeah. in real life. They made them all look... I mean, they're obviously older, but... They're older. They yeah. But, I mean... I don't know. Like, there was even that show that came out that everyone was obsessed with on HBO where, like, those were clearly all older people that were being portrayed as high school students. Mm -hmm. That one that was, like... Euphoria. Euphoria. Oh, I never yeah, watched it because yeah, I... Yeah. Too much for me. No, I'm not yeah. going to that. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. It was... It's Though, I really highly suggest continue to watch Stranger Things. Power through it if you think that the first episode is whatever because we'll we're gonna rewatch it tonight and you're gonna be like oh my gosh like it actually all starts to okay fully connect all right i hope so but it is very scary in the first wow. half of episode four that you saw second half it, yeah no the first half that you saw before you fell asleep yeah before i fell asleep yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's when things connect no the second half is when it connected because i well, i rewatched it by myself uh, <laughs> yeah and then I now was it like, comes out <laughs> 
No, then it was like, okay, this is actually getting like really good. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm, so anyway. Yeah. So that's next. Maybe watch. Maybe watch Top Gun. Maybe don't. <laughs> maybe watch Stranger they Things. Like Gun, should, they liked Top Gun though. They liked it. I like Stranger Things. Yeah. I love yeah. Stranger yeah. Things. That's next on our list. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're uh, maybe you know we're gonna have watches with you guys. Maybe we'll watch Stranger Things sometime together. <laughs> Who knows? And, and we'll drink lots of animals. And we'll drink yes. Well, wine. this has been so fun, and yeah. this wine is seriously really good, and we are very excited to share more about it. So, what's the website? Endofallwine.com. And for Nashville Wine Duo listeners, you can yeah. put in Duo 22. Duo 22. And you get 10% off and free shipping, which is a big deal. That's a hell of like, a deal. It is a hell like of a deal. Like free shipping. Shipping is the thing that shipping kills. Shipping is the with thing online, that kills, yeah. Wine yeah. sales. So. Yep. Um, through the end of June, I think that that code is good. Um, or you can also go to andoval.wine, same website. Andoval.wine. Like get there. Yeah. Okay, wait, hold on. I have lots to, like, of places locally. I have to slip in one last thing before we end. Tell us about your homemade crackers just in like five <laughs> seconds because she made. <laughs> You made these amazing homemade crackers. And Who like makes incredible. homemade crackers? No one does. Judy does. Judy does. <laughs> oh, okay, these freaking homemade crackers. Okay, like I broke what I'm doing. I feel with so bad because you know you weren't, no, but eating, but, you weren't eating bread. But what, and I, I, I got you take. eating bread. And it's not bread. No, it's a cracker. Just say, just say really quickly how you made these homemade crackers. So it's a it's a recipe from um, Valerie Bertinelli on uh, Food Network. Yeah, and um, they're very simple. Um, they have uh, rosemary oh gosh, and yes. um, freaking delicious mm. butter, of course, and and a few heavy creams, a little bit of heavy cream, yeah. not too much, but uh, simple to make. But yeah, they're great with some goat, goat cheese and and fig jam. Y'all, these yeah. crackers made my night. Like seriously. <laughs> okay. Well, great crackers, great wine. Great people. It's so fun, guys. Yes. Thanks for having us. Yes. So Cheers. 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 Yay.